Hello, boys and girls. Not that it really matters, but uh, yeah, this is part two in what became a two-parter of, uh, yeah, well, first Flash of the Blade and then now Flight of Icarus. You don't really have to listen to Flash of the Blade first, but uh, we're going to jump right in at where we left off. Oh my god, I'm accidentally around porn.com. I leave it in, leave it in. <laughs> You die as you live. <laughs> In a flash of the blade. And then uh, you might fly too close to the sun, I guess. Yes. Transitional point. Transitional point. Very good. Radio yes. man. Speaking of segues. Yeah, <laughs> professional radio man. <laughs> While you're in the Bahamas flying close to the sun. That's right. Uh, drinking, uh, drinking banana daiquiris. Playing Connect Four. I had some banana shots yesterday, actually. <laughs> The, the no. banana liquor came into the picture as well so yeah horrible times are coming i'm still okay oh you are gonna have a fucking terrible day i'm gonna yep, tell you right yeah, now you're yeah you're yeah gonna have a, an <laughs> with a good, a good start an absolute dumpster fire shit show of yep, a sunday yep. no no it's true it's yeah. true it's true but it starts good anyway i flew <laughs> too close true. to the sun i flew too close to the that's sun right. <laughs> yeah. you're not gonna you're not gonna feel normal until like tuesday <laughs> uh, like um my father, I fly. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Yeah. I mean, so this song, man, this was the, I'm going to say uh, right out of the gate, this was the first song that the the actual theme and the lyrics of it was so super clear to me. Like first time you heard it. Uh -huh. uh, Eric was speaking before about uh, Stratego. This is way yeah. different to Stratego in terms of understanding the vocals, understanding the concept just by playing the yeah. song back once, being 12 years old and a Swede at that. Yeah. Still, still, you know, it was so clear. And this is maybe, I don't know for you guys, but this is one of the household type mythology things. Uh, yes. I have an eight year older sister, so kind of similar to you then, Ben. And she liked yeah. to like do this mythology hour with me or space hour or something. And this was one of yeah. the, the mainstays was this Icarus story. It's just a classic, I guess, household. Yeah. Honestly, mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those, it's one of those mythologies that's, that, that translates so well, because it's really, it could be. I mean, it's almost like a metaphor for, for having too much fun, you know, like Jonathan, you know, you haven't even gone to bed yet. So, you know, maybe you flew a little no, too no, close. I, to the I, sun. I rested my you eyes know? for an hour, you know, I had an hour resting my eyes after, yeah. So. <laughs> you know, so resting your eyes, just something old. That's what, that's what those old guys say yeah, when they right? don't want to admit they were asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this case, it's kind yeah. of that I don't want to admit that I skipped sleeping, you know, so. Also, my, <laughs> I, I would all say it's, it's not just reserved for old guys. My five-year-old does the same thing too. Uh, you know, rest, rest a little bit. Yeah, rest a little bit. I'm not sleeping. I'm just resting my eyes. You know, but like, uh, but like, yeah, like that's like it's it's a metaphor that's that's utilized, you know, for really any any person, any walk of life, and so it's yeah. it's just one of those those heavy. It's almost like it's it's a heavy warning song. You know, it's it's like a, it's an ominous song. You know, it, it really is yeah. like. 
cautionary tale is that a word yes yeah. that's that, that, that's exactly my what it brain is. Yeah. my brain was was like fighting it was like scrambling trying to get to that uh-huh. yes that's what i was trying to quote yes. cautionary tale that's yeah. right yes. you need banana liquor you know in you to have that ready <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you need a heavy dose of al- alcohol soaked potassium for sure that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nasty stuff there's something just incredibly uncool like banana like it sounds uh, no, no, it's terrible it's terrible so it, but it's you know Again, people that have seen each other in a, in a music scene a while back, stupid things like that become right. know, kind of, uh, I don't know, traditions or whatever you want to call it. And that's well, one of them. Get, it's interesting people who make alcohol because you have people like these like distilleries who make this. We've done this whiskey for hundreds of years the uh-huh. same way. It's like a true family tradition. Then some other one in the same business, technically. Yes, this tastes like bananas. Can you imagine if the song had been differently? Fly on your blues like bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, combine that with some. We can all start singing now, I guess. Everyone, yeah, I like that you you two are doing it now as well. That's a tick. A tick. Yeah. I don't want to be alone with. Not yeah. not, not, the, not the flight of Icarus. The plight of banana liquor. <laughs> the plight of banana liquors. The, yeah. Yes. The, um, Lick, so licorice. I'm, I'm going to send it over to Ben actually because this must be one of your first favorite songs. I'm yeah. guessing. One of the very yes. first, but again, because it worked yeah. for me at such a young age, it must have worked for you too, right? It must have been very clear yes. what it was about. And yeah, tell us. Well, just even I remember getting the tape and listening to so it's where Eagles Dare, and because originally I didn't know at the time, but what I wanted was Number of the Beast because the first ah. two songs I'd ever heard were Number of the Beast and Run to the Hills, so I didn't know that my sister just bought this for me for my birthday. Said he's an Iron Maiden. And so I remember hearing those revelations and where he was there and thinking, oh, that's cool. And then this kicks in and it's straight up, it's mid-paced. And it's like, and then that, as the sun breaks like yeah and and then and, crystal and clear God, we we are fucking mm-hmm. off we are gone yes you know it's like, huh. you know and and dickinson is he's i mean this is in f sharp so it's up from yeah. where he normally you know he's up a whole time sharp f sharp is yep. one of the best keys to write or play in there's just something jailbreak Jailbreak, yes. uh, or uh, what is, what's that song? All, all of the best Megadeth stuff is in F sharp, you know, or, or like, even yeah, you know, there's just something that feels right, and you can get like a good yeah, and it's I guess it's kind of a cheat out of it too. You can get an extra note bouncing off of that second fret to the open, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like kind of like yeah, there's yeah, just yeah, yeah. there's just something that feels great about just. Just riffing on that second fret. See F sharp. I, I knew yeah. where F sharp was. The other eyes. I know yeah, some man. stuff you know. Like you know. Like. <laughs> there's like uh, there's a really heavy uh, Smash Pumpkin song uh, called uh, "Fuck You" and "Ode to No One." That's on. That's an F sharp. That's basically. Yeah, yeah. They have one of the other ones. Uh, I am one. There's also a Pumpkins tune. F sharp. Mr. Tinker Train. Ozzy Osbourne. That's right. Or. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's such a mean sounding key. It's so tough yeah. sounding. It just. So fucking heavy. It's awesome. Uh, Rooster by Alice in Chains. That's in that yeah. show. Yeah. So uh, this yeah. song is again Smith. Uh, Smith Dickinson. Yeah. The A-Team. Yeah. Peanut butter and jelly. 
yeah. peas and carrots, you know, um, oh. whatever your uh, nomenclatural combination of equally appropriate yeah. combining foods. Yes. Would it, Jonathan would it, and banana liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Banana liquor you have one of my favorite Smith riffs in this one. Uh, it's so Smith. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, his eyes are ablaze. Yeah, that one. Yeah. The climber as the, as the stretch chords. You know, and then the chorus. It's so fun to play. It's, it's it's one thing I did want to add to the proceedings before we get lost in the uh, the love fest because I did take forty five seconds to make a note on this song as well too. Um, I I love the this is um um just from a, a songsmith songwriting perspective. This is it kind of fits in with the era where they had they're able to deconstruct and reconstruct. Um classic stories or or, or, or or poems or whatever and like break them down in a way and then reconstruct they were able to deconstruct and reconstruct classic classic tales and then just present them in a song pattern like you know like revelations rhyme yep. of the ancient mariner flight of icarus like they were able to just break things down and re Package it and then present it to you in a heavy metal song. Modernize like it. Like, I, I, I would argue. Yes. Listening to you talk about the evil that men do, and and talking about Dickinson is more poetic. He's a he's a more poetic lyricist. He is a better turner of phrase than Harris. Yes. Harris is Harris is when Harris is on his form, he's unreal. But Dickinson yeah. just has that extra level. Yes. You know, it's just like. Yes. Yeah, his eyes are ablaze. See the madman mm-hmm. in his gaze. It's like. Well, I think that he's he's he he's Harris on eleven. Like yeah. Harris, obviously, yeah. for, you know, Dickinson is like the consummate front man. So he's epic, and he knows how to just project and like make everything more grandiose. Harris, I mean, he deconstructed Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner and turned it into a thirteen minutes. So, yeah. so it's not like he's a slouch either. But like that's that's you know. Dickinson was, you know, he's a singer. He's a lyricist, yeah, yeah. more so maybe than Harris is. But like you said, when Harris is on his game, he's unreal too. But like, yeah, his eyes are ablaze. Like, that, like the, the imagery, like he's, everything is just much more profound and, and elaborate and more frontman-esque. So yeah. I, I could definitely hear you on that. And it's, and it's an epic tale. But a short song. That's what it says right here. Epic without epic, epic life. Right, right. You know, yeah, like it, it's, they, they took like what, I mean, if, if they were to write Flight of Icarus now, it'd be a 14-minute song. I mean, yeah, listen, probably. Uh, listen, probably. Listen, yeah. I, I, it, and I know it sounds like I'm talking shit, but like, you know, I, they, they need to fucking cool it. You know, they need to fucking cool it on some of these song lengths. I see the, I see the track list of the new record, and I get exhausted. You yeah, know, I see, I, mean, I see the, it's a fair I point. see the la- I see the last three songs just by itself. They're longer than Rain and Blood. Yep. You know, so it's just like, I'm just like, they need to fucking cool down. You know, <laughs> I just can't, like, I'm already tired. Look at, I'm going to buy it and I'm going to listen to it, but I'm already course, exhausted yeah. by it. And I haven't even heard it. I think a you lot know, of people like, share that opinion with you. Also, yeah, I have a clip, like, I have a clip that I have to play before uh, touching on what we talked about just now. As the sun breaks above the ground, an old man stands on the hill. As the ground warms to the first rays of light, a bird song shatters the still. His eyes are ablaze. See the madman in his gaze. Fly, oh 
God. Exactly. How do you wow. let that guy leave? Uh, how wow. do you not, when he says, I don't want to be in your band anymore, how do you not do whatever it takes to not let this person leave your band? Yeah. Also, you hear the truck back up, oh, beep, 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 and then, oh my God. And then the doors do. open and the money's just in there. Yes. Just, just, just money. do whatever. Whatever. This also, how do you, how do you oh not play God. this song live for, you know, for so long? Millions of years. Yeah, I think it was a thing with Harris. Harris didn't like it, I think. The tempo. Yeah. Harris wanted it faster, yeah. Because it's the same sort of tempo as it's that Holy Diver thing, isn't it? Holy Diver. But it's like the Adrian is the tempo fiend. Yes, and 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 also, but I also think that the F sharp being up at the tone that means he's he's reaching like he's not just reaching for B and C. He's now reaching. I always think of the notes they're hitting. He's mm-hmm. now hitting C sharp D E. Like that yeah. is. I I deliberately saved high. this clip. I haven't listened to this clip. I saved it. I mean, since we started this podcast, I looked up the isolated tracks. So this was the first time hearing it. And that, what what is this? How good could could yeah. you sing? How good can yeah. you sing? Like Ben said, you you don't know it at the time, but you're listening to perfection. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean, also if you listen this to vocal track, it's insane. For me, for me, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. That and that pre. It also sounded that, so good. That, it's so so crazy mm-hmm. to, because if now, now I mean not to be fucking you know gatekeeper or or just fucking about get off it, my like lawn. If you, yeah, if you were to hear stuff like that now, you you'd have to automatically be suspect that there was like you know you know auto tune or some sort of pro tool trickery yep. going on, yep. but that didn't exist back then. So no. it's like you're hearing no. that and you're like, that's raw. This is a person just nailing shit. Yeah, in some instances, you can hear yeah. tiny, tiny like uh, sour notes or tiny pitch. Yeah, but, but in but this one, it's not, not even perfect. The, that's part of it. The, that's, yeah, that's that's no, no. It's, it's great those, to have those, that, but uh, yeah, I yeah, would just absolutely. say that in this song, it's not even that. Almost, it's kind of one hundred percent. Yeah, better than you it had to be. It's a bit better yeah. than it had to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. to be this good, if you get what I mean. You know, it's yeah. extracurriculum level here in well, the, in the yeah, vocal department. The gold standard, like. Yeah, it's a uh, the gold fucking standard. There it is. The gold yeah, standard yeah, and the yeah. nod to Dio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's then, clearly yeah, a nod that's to right. him, right? Actually, yeah. that, <laughs> when, when you when you stepped away for a sec, that's what Ben was saying. He's like, it's it's got that holy diver kind of. You know, so yeah, same same kind of deal. Yeah, I think holy diver was radio tempo. Same year, I think eighty three as well. Same thing. Holy diver, yeah. So you don't know who was first, but is I mean, it's not like it's a. Super weird rhythm or anything. It's a classic uh, uh, heavy metal kind of uh, mid-tempo gallop going. I, I hope. I really hope going forward that they, they keep this in the. I mean, I know they're probably going to do it next year when they do the Legacy Tour. But it sounded so good when they did it this this last go around when I saw them. It's so weird that this this should have been in the set. You know, it should have been a staple since you know way back since since back in the day because uh, it sounds so fucking good uh, mm-hmm. live. You, you know, even yeah. Mm-hmm. You you want to hear more isolated stuff? Dude, I got, I got them all. That's I love it. It's the best. It's it's almost it's it's almost like illegal 
listening to. Kind of, yeah. It's almost like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't have access to this. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, more, more isolated stuff. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna go for a bit of bass and drums, I think, because you can hear stuff in the in the bass and drum track that you can't hear in the full mix. find all this uh, actually on you on youtube yeah it's m not more advanced than that but uh this track what i hear in this isolated track that i find interesting is this bonham-esque kick drum playing because clearly mm -hmm. the bass is super loud in the mix so in the full mix with guitars you can't really hear the kick so much and here it's still covered by the bass but you hear it and it's a very cool it's not very typical maiden pattern like it has more of a no. bonham roll to it bounces of the kick drum in a, in a, in a cool way. Yeah. But it's also rare for Maiden because it's very um, kind of minimalistic, the bass drum part. It's, it's not too much happening. They pretty it's much stay on this. No. Yeah, they stay on this yeah. cool groove through the song. He's just riding it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. And, and they didn't like that at the time, you know, Nico and Steve, they wanted to do something more wild. So they're kind of, you know, they're restrained here, but I think it's to great effect. I wonder why they, why they busted it out for the Legacy Store, because I know infamously he does, like I said, he hasn't wanted to play it. So I wonder what, what, what eventually made them do it. Sir Roderick. It's got to be demand. Everyone loves that song. It's, it's one of the, yeah. I mean, how many, how many, how many, it, it was a legit single. There was a music video for it back in the days when music videos mattered, I guess. You know, it was early MTV stuff. So it's not like, a great video, though. No, of course. The video no. sucks. It's terrible. Yeah. It had, well, I should, maybe at the time it was awesome, but it hasn't aged very well. No, even but as like, a kid, I was like, know. what the fuck is this guy? No. Well, yeah, <laughs> this looks well, horrible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Look at the square yeah. in, in his face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but is the music video for Virus any better? I just saw that for the first time the other day. That kind of sucks, too. So it's like, doesn't even matter. It's not a music point. video band. It's, it never was, you know. No, never was. no, it's not. They weren't, they weren't meant for that medium. They exist in a realm above that. Or I shouldn't even say that. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they exist in a realm elsewhere not even necessarily yeah. above it but that's besides the point but yeah it's not a good music video but that song is like it's a classic it was on anything that was on live after death is it's quite a deal you quite know? a deal yeah <laughs> there we go yeah it, it really is that yeah that that, that live that album on, it, it yes, has it, it has all the kind of um summarizes uh, they are the early part of it. Yeah. That record is the snapshot. To me, that's the gold standard of a live record. Because I'm really not a live record guy. I really, I can I mean think of maybe neither. only, maybe only three, four live records tops. Do I actually actively listen to? And Live After Death is by far slam dunk. You know, with the bullet, my favorite. And I, th I feel like any song on that record is, if you're going to do a tour encapsulating like 
the classic era of the band, you got to play the shit off that record because you that have to was, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that it has been it, celebrated it, a lot even in recent years. Those songs oh, that are on Live After Death. No, I, I think that like it should be. That's a song that is. I mean, hold, holy shit! Even just the tempo, dun, 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 like that's like the ultimate. Yeah. You put your fists up and you fucking headbang and you just you yeah. s- you scream out of tune. Scalpia. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you fucking dump the beer on the person yeah. behind you, on yourself, on the person <laughs> in front of you. You you puke yeah. from screaming so yeah. loudly. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, you, yeah, you, you got to give something to the Earth Dogs and the Rivet Heads. Hell, a good time. Yes, you gotta, you gotta give it up. That song is like. It's it's, it's so weird that they didn't they didn't do it on the the somewhere back in time tour yeah. that where they were doing that kind mm-hmm. of set. It is weird, yeah. Uh, they should have put it down there as well. And mm-hmm. I missed a couple of tracks in in the Made England one. You know, Stay Alive, for example. Steve Harris doesn't give a fuck. Steve Harris does not give a no. fuck about anything. No. and you know, and as, as really, much as no. I love that about him because really it's that it's that vision that's kind of that 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 mindset that's really sired like the vision of the band you know from a fan perspective it's 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 inconvenient at times you know i wish sometimes he would maybe give a like a tiny fuck you know like not 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 like a not like a fuck big enough to like you know change the whole dynamic of the band but just like a percentage of a fuck i don't even, i don't even need a full i don't even need a full fuck <laughs> to be given by steve harris no a percentage a, a partial a, a partial a fuck partial, give, me the yes. <laughs> give me a part yeah at least give me at least give me you don't have to give me the whole the full word just give me an f you no. and you know yeah. and like and then just maybe maybe <laughs> yeah. throw a flight of icarus in maybe have a couple less 10 minute songs on the records and just maybe make things a smidge more fan friendly but then maybe if he did i wouldn't like him anymore yeah, I think I think I think that, I think that if he did, uh, we probably wouldn't have what we have today. Uh, yeah. In a lot of ways, yeah, they, they do do uh do the big like uh these tours, the legacy, the beast somewhere back in time, you know, the early days stuff. So they they are yeah. going back to that. But that's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe did, that, maybe that. that's all we're gonna get. That's that's that's, that's the, the percentage if. of fuck that we're that's gonna get. If. Yeah, because because I the, pretty much the first yeah. time I saw Maiden was when. They did. I was like twenty four, and they did the the um, matter life and death tour, and they did the full record, and then they did five five classic songs at the end, and they made a lot of people unhappy. I saw people actually in the parking yeah. lot of the arena, I heard especially in the states. Oh, yeah. I, I I was walking through the parking lot after that show, and there was people openly screaming, smashing bottles on the ground because I guess they didn't oh, they didn't God. they didn't have like the internet. I guess, which because it wasn't like it was day one of the tour, you know, and yeah, I remember yeah. specifically some really angry dude in the parking lot smashing a bottle saying, I didn't spend 60 fucking dollars to hear the whole new fucking record, you know, and so there's people, but then like Ben said, they do make the, uh, they do the oops, we still love you. And then they give you the next tour, which is just basically all the songs you would ever want to hear. So Yep. I guess that that's if that's the percentage of the fuck that they have to give. I just uh, I guess I'll just have to live with that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, a good little fu. Yeah, <laughs> from from Steve Harris to all of us. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it, it, getting back to this song, like it's sure. it's, it's good, good call, man. It's, it's, <laughs> like the solo. Let's talk about the Smith solo. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to do that. Christian played it in our pod. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
talked about how that solo, the Adrian one then, is 15 seconds, I think, about then, about that, 15-20, and it tells the whole story. It has a, well, you can go back and listen to what I said, but basically it has the, the arc of Icarus gaining the balls to do something he shouldn't do, flying up, flying faster and faster, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the solo you hear this spiraling down, burning wings uh, type fast shit that even Christian has a struggle nailing every time. It's a really fast lick there. And I always think of that as falling down yeah. in yeah. flames. The signature mm. part of that solo for me is when they break into, I guess it would have been when underneath the solo, they go into what would have been the bridge riff that yes. from that, that bend he does. That's that hero bend. Yeah, but that's the start of uh, of Adrian. Yeah, that must be Adrian's first lick, I think. Yeah. <laughs> very yes. nice. The hero bend. That that it's to me is nice. the trademark part of of that solo because it's just like it's a hook. It's another hook. The vibrato on that bend. When he, yes, it's just like. Uh, Very spacious. Mm-hmm. And then that riff. Very heavy sound. Very heavy sound. A heavy sound and also quite dry, right? It has an yeah. almost sand-like quality to it, mm-hmm. uh, or gravelry. I would say gravelry. I would say gritty. Yeah. Power slave is sand, and here, here it's gravel. Kind of. I always thought of this album as gravel. Or, but if you think about mud, it, or, that's, you know. that's one of the beauties of not just really the Maiden records, but it's including the Maiden records, but a lot of the the classic Martin Birch sound. They were very, very. They're very dry and they're very spacious. Like, I mean, if you if you if you listen yeah. to his records, whether it be, I mean, I'm sure if you isolate a lot of things, you'll hear some, you know, like anything else, you'll hear some slight reverb or whatever. It's never it's never 100 bone dry those records. But if you, but if no. but if you look at it from the totality of the mix, you know, whether it's you know the old Rainbow yeah. stuff or the the Dio Sabbath records or really anything, and the, and the Maiden stuff too, like they're all very dry. They're very all for the most part they're very all up front everything is kind of in your face it's really just like a, a really a really powerful picture you know the the general yeah. martin birch production sound and if you think about it like uh, those those later maiden records he did you know specifically somewhere in time and and uh seventh son more so somewhere in time they're really kind of antithetical to to his whole mo of, of the way he presented records or produced records up until that it point is, yeah. Yeah. they're very very different apparently smith was there for the summer in time mix and yep. he literally yep. he literally said i want reverb on the snare look and i want <laughs> yeah and on the guitars too he snuck in reverb on the guitars yeah. and he was like whoa forbidden yeah. heavy metal forbidden right you know? mm-hmm. because if you listen to these tracks they are very dry and yes. i like that uh, about, about birch from the early 80s that these guitar sounds are not super pleasant if you isolate them because you're not supposed to mix that way you know right. you shouldn't listen too much to isolated tracks when you mix it's very fun for us to do it now right but, you know as an after but uh, when you mix uh, guitars should sound a little bit nasty on their own 
They should. Yeah, because then they're going to punch through in the mix well, very well. If you even that's the thing about about guitar sounds specifically that people look back with kind of rose colored glasses. They they look at it as like this. I guess for instance, like a, a one that, that I've always heard, you know, throughout my life, people always still talk about is uh, the SOD record, Scott Ian's guitar tone, you know, and dun, on like mm -hmm. March of the SOD, like people thought it was like the guitar tone, how heavy it was. But if you break things down and you hear their guitar just by itself isolated, it's really fair, fairly mid range and, and just very heavily distorted. It's when you bring the bass yeah. into it and you, and you present it as a mix, that's what brings it, you know, to its true level of heaviness. And the same thing with, like you said, with a lot of guitar tones back then, if you isolate them and present them as such, they're, they're a lot more mid range than they yeah. would, than you would think them to be. Because when you bring, because truly, and one of my big things is I've never been a huge fan of really bassy guitar tones. I mean, obviously there's, you know, it's, it's all about application and in some bands it works better for than mm. others, but yeah. you know, th that's why you have a bass, you know, guitar is a mid range instrument by trade, you know, by its, by its, by its construct. And so that's why you yeah. have a bass. Yep. And so that's why when you present the mix, you do have to kind of it from e an EQ perspective. I've always been a fan of, well, let the mid range instrument sit in the mid range and let the bass be the low end, yeah. you know? And then I feel like that Martin Birch, he, he crystallized he that, knew he and, doing that and he yeah. knew what he was doing. He presented it perfectly. So yeah, if you isolate the guitars or there may be, you know, higher in frequency, not as, not as much bass, but when you have Steve Harrison band, you don't have to worry about that because the he's, he's going to be up in the mix. He's also mid range. His bass tone is mid range. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That is true. That is true as well too. That's what's very interesting about Birch's um, contribution here, that he managed to take pretty much a band of all mid range mm -hmm. stuff. And still create a full audio picture. I don't know how he did it, to be honest. No, because this is really hard. You know, it gets it gets crowded in the middle mm. uh, yeah. very quickly in your mix. You know, time is only going to shine brighter on Martin Birch, and especially since he's no longer alive. Because generally, yeah. no, no one no one loves you more than when they love you at your funeral. You know, <laughs> but like yeah. you know, and so I think time is going. You know, he's probably truly the first ever quote unquote heavy metal producer. He kind of he provided the template of what the sound is of what heavy metal became and then would would continue to become. So I think that his yeah. his genius of production is only going to shine more with time just because it's of a Definitely. bygone era and it doesn't really exist anymore, you know? Mm. And right, right. I'm glad he went into pension at, I think, 52 or something. Retire, retire, retirement, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah. He got into the, he got like uh, all parts of a life at least, you know, even though he died fairly young. Yeah. Mm. R.I.P. Yeah. A good point he produced iron maiden throughout the 80s so he he lived lived quite a life <laughs> yeah definitely yeah, definitely yeah. He, 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 he i was gonna say uh, on, on the subject of isolated tracks and stuff something that i run into every now and again it really annoys me is you get if you look like isolated bass tracks primarily on the maiden stuff in the comment sections we have a bunch of fucking kids who are complaining how it's, it's not you know it's not tight enough it sounds sloppy and like well it's not sloppy in the context of this it's not supposed to be on its own it's not you know it's it it, it, it works the picture of the song it doesn't have to be you know on the millimeter perfect no it, uh, right and they're not they're not on a grid they're not exactly they're not on a grid these kids today and oh god yeah. i can't believe i just fucking said that these kids today but like <laughs> yeah but it, like, it, it took me some time to yeah. realize because i started with the music production guitar playing in the early 2000s mm -hmm. and at that time that shit was gridded you know everything was so gridded so i thought yeah. that was the way yeah and then i started realizing way after the fact that okay maiden is never to a grid yeah i, w I wonder if he was playing to a click at all 
No, I don't think he was. No, I don't think no. he was. Fucking, um, un- that's fucking unbelievable. I can't imagine Nico doing that. I can't. I can't see him uh. being into playing too. Maybe at least not then. I can't imagine him saying, "Well, right, we'll do that to a click." I just can't imagine. I think it happened, but very rarely. Mm. Very rarely. Yeah. I was going to say that also. Just saying the phrase, uh, "these," you know, the, "these kids today." Um, the only thing possibly don't even remind me I said that I'm already like but there's 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 something worse you can say if you've ever said the phrase in regards to newer music that you have to let the kids have their music that's worse you know what and (laughs) And I've I've said that (laughs) I'm being crucified right now I've said that as well too I've said that I've said both I'm just I'm taking it at both ends right now I'm just I'm I'm brutality That's so fucking great. That's amazing. That's what's great about H. That tension, those two tension, that mm-hmm. just like, oh, fuck off, dude. Yeah, there's a descending line that he does something similar in the new song, Riding on the Wall, actually. The descending kind of very Adrian-type phrase yeah. is like, yeah, I love that. George Lynch does those. If you're, anyone's a George Lynch fan, you're, yeah, he's yeah. He's, oh yeah, he's a. Uh, I'm a casual George Lynch fan. A, a lot of the docking stuff he did that. Mm-hmm. I've often thought that if I listen to somewhere in time and stuff, it's like, man, I reckon he was, I reckon he was listening to George Lynch, like, he, probably yeah, yeah. like probably. Was, you know, with Don Svarno, we had on the episode AOR Maiden, yeah. This kind of ties into that. Mm-hmm. A bit. I guess Dokken is kind of AOR yeah. rock. They, they've got some of that, yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. In a hard rock way. The thing I love about Adrian solos is that, you know, they're they're hooky. Because they're yeah. because of the, the super melody. And they're it, songs. They're mi- mini songs. And that's 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 tough to bottle. And and that, that's, you, that, you, that's you, another you, guy. You just if he wants yeah. to leave your band, you try and make whatever it takes. Right? You know, like that's. I mean, of course, it's easy for me to yeah. say that as an outsider, and you know, not, not even. But you should say it. Yeah, you should say yeah, it. I mean, like, it makes all the from sense. an outsider's perspective, maybe they needed an outsider's perspective to say, "Listen, you guys don't realize what you have here. You guys have the magic bullet." And yeah, this guy, Nico, Nico was very instrumental. Nico was the most instrumental in bringing the band back together. Actually, not, so I think he yeah. he had most of, of of the Greg mindset yeah. in that regard. Like, what can we do here? Like, must be something. You hear solos like that, and you think, well, then like this guy has. He just there's power there's magic yeah. there and they were obviously as lead players they were very very complimentary because you know you're getting a lot of the legato kind of flashiness from from dave murray and you know and, and that kind of stuff and, and adrian you know he could definitely you know, what i say he's a shredder he's more thematic yes he's more thematic yeah. but he, he could he could definitely he could play some fast stuff but i wouldn't say that's his primary method of operation he's thematic and it's, it's hooky you can sing along to his solos you can sing a solo and you can quickly figure out what you're what you know what song you're coming from exactly right. if you try to fucking sing a yannick solo they're gonna think you're having a stroke <laughs> you, you, you bite your tongue off even dave kind of hard you know like 
That's more that. Dave style. You I know. love that. Yeah, you, sound he like that yeah, you sound like you're talking in tongues or something or having an aneurysm. <laughs> I think he has a more fragile tone to, to stay on a serious note. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Dave has a more fragile melodic tone that is yeah. more it, more frail somehow. And Adrian's is more like, yeah, you know, bites into the guitar uh, in a way that I probably never can it's do. It's that uh, Les Paul yeah, bridge pickup, yep. destroy a right. bridge pickup. Mm-hmm. It just yeah. it cuts. It's just got so much cut, and it's and yeah. and and that allows him to just hang out those big notes that just they saw. And one thing that he does get, like, because if you listen to the say caught somewhere in time. side he plays in that literally that's a mm. tearjerker that's one of those moments for me i'm just like but what he often gets is the really melodic riff whereas dave mm-hmm. murray mm-hmm. would get this kind of bluesy sort of verse riff or whatever it is and it's less it's got let it mightn't have the third in it it'll be like e to d to exactly. and then smith gets the big melodic riff and then he just goes mm. you know it's mm-hmm. like, yeah that's one thing i noticed with him one of my things that um about adrian is it like he's just i'm just trying to trying to i'm fighting my brain right here right now to try and find the right words but like he's just there's there was a an article i read when i was very young in the guitar magazine over here and it was actually like an interview with the guitarist of the band blues traveler who is a band that i just Mm. i just do not like at all but they interviewed the guitarist and I, I don't remember anything else he said, but I remember he said something along the lines of like, I think the way you walk, the way you, the, the way you arrive in the solo is, is huge. The way you, yep. the way you enter entrances and, and exits. I don't remember if he, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember if he said anything about exits. I think maybe that's just something I kind of established for myself over the years, but I remember he said entrances, are big and then after reading that i realized that like a lot of solos that i like they they introduce like they they don't just kind of like subtly walk into the door they 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 kind of walk in like even when adrian arrives in the the icarus solo that bend like that to me is like that's that's a hell of a how do you do you know like oh adrian how do you do adrian clocking in here i'm i'm here for work today you know like that to me is like yeah and then, and that's huge for me. And Adrian has a lot of that. I mean, he has. I have a small anecdote yeah. on that, actually, uh, a tiny one. It was uh, 2018, the legacy set here in Stockholm. I was standing there with a friend, Emil, and um, we were talking, you know, not over the song, but we had we had a little small discussion during for the greater good of God, which I think was one of the best songs in the set. And then I was talking about, yeah, Adrian's Adrian's buttery tone, you know, it's so sweet. And then a second after that, he comes in with the most buttery bend. Mm-hmm. Like all over the arena, and we just laugh. Like, yeah, you know. there it is. Yeah. 
there he is, you know, yeah, speak of the devil, like. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. right. And uh, I would I would call it a very emotional playing style. It's yes. very emotional. It has some of the blues. Ne- it's like Neil Sean. Neil Sean does the same thing. It's that soaring quality that he can yes. have. So it just feels like when he comes in, it takes off. And yes, and a lot of it is those semitone bends. He'll bend up to the third, or like, or he'll bend from like the fourth to the fifth, but he'll. And it just it gives it that crying. Gary Moore did it too. Like, I mean, and he's a big influence on one of my favorites. Yeah, unbelievable. One of my favorites. But he had the same thing with that bright bridge humbucker sound as well. Yeah, it's like extremely well pitched as well. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Again, vib- vibrato, bending, taste so yeah, clean. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's not like, and I, and I know this is kind of like talking shit a little bit, but like Adrian hands like the like you said the vibrato. The bending, it's like the exact opposite of someone like a Kirk Hammett, who when he does a vibrato or a bend, it's it's very, you know, again, I'm reticent to sound like I'm talking shit, but like he can get very, very pitchy and to the point of, you know, being, you know, knocking himself like kind of out of, out of tune when he does vibrato or scared or rabbit, you know, scared rabbit yes, vibrato. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Which, <laughs> running which, from a car, you know. Yes, which sometimes it hits and sometimes it misses, but it's very inconsistent just from to my ears. Adrian yeah. is the exact opposite. Yeah. Like he's, it's all very. John Sykes, is it? John Sykes. Well, there, yeah. Sykes. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. yeah you're talking about. That's another, how he brought us. You're talking about another yeah. killer right there. Good Lord. That, but that's yeah. what they, all yeah. those guys have, don't they? And it's yeah. it's it's the confidence to to bend to, to to lead with the bend and then hang it out and then have the vibrato yes. and go. Yes. that's all that needs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't need to do anything else. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, it's like a combination combination of uh, emotion and tact. Mm. You know, so you have yes. the emotions, but you also have a bit of tact, a bit of tactic. And as we listen now to the isolated track, I enjoyed hearing that it wasn't too clean no. either. It had right. some grit, you know, and you could hear some string rattle and uh, obviously you don't hear it in the song, but it's, it's cool to hear that it, that's so clearly a live take, you know, there's yeah. no chopping or anything of that sort. I think it has that grit and that tech because you got to think of who were the, who were the, you know, the hot shit players, you know, coming up when, when Adrian was cutting his teeth on guitar, guys like, you know, Jimmy Page and, you know, Schenker and, and, you know, Richie Blackmore and like those guys, yep. like they yep. were very, you know, they were, they had a looseness, you know, there was, there was an element of, of kind of not carelessness, but like, just kind of like, let's roll with it. And so they were able to have that, that management of, of, of class intact with that element of grit. And, you know, it totally comes through in a guy like Adrian Smith's playing. I think Adrian is definitely, he's a much more reserved player for sure than like, you know, Schenker or definitely Richie Blackmore. You know, but like he, he's like he's a, more of a team player. He's more of a, you know, he's like a, he's like a more distilled, refined version of those three guys. I'd and the fact that he's also a singer. That's right. So it's like he'll be he's listening to pitch all the time. Like, you know, if he, he can sing, it's like you're already locking in your notes. I want to ask you something, Ben, from the '80s time. Uh, this is more. It's not really about your memories from them, but more like it's interesting to hear your theory on this. Um, do, you, do you think it's a clear case that uh, Icarus wouldn't be as big a hit as they thought and Trooper would be a bigger hit than they thought? Or, or do you think that was kind of coming left field to the band? Or what do you think? Why is why did the Trooper, because that wasn't the chosen single, why did it surpass Icarus so much? What do you think? I think it probably because it's closer to Run to the Hills. Faster? It's, it's that this is what Mind Maiden do, whereas 
whereas Flight of Icarus sounds like they wrote a radio song, whereas The Trooper just sounds like Iron Maiden going balls out and they already set the template with Run to the Hills. It's the same type that gallop the fast. You know, it's fucking steroided, whereas Flight is back. It's the whole thing sitting back and they're not going to get into foreigners airspace really with a song like that but they will compete with their contemporary metal dudes with the trooper so they can punch no, through right. with a song like that because that's no. i mean man that's the way that starts like yeah it's yeah. like and no it's just one of the songs yeah. that you might think you never you never need to hear it again yeah. but as soon as i i dropped that in the needle on that one is as good as it always was ed, ed, yeah. ed smith solo <laughs> Again, Smith solo, <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, we're we're actually having a. This is a perfect opportunity for like relentless Smith worship. Yes, no, this yeah. episode, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. shouldn't hold, shouldn't hold back on that. I can go as long uh, as you want. <laughs> yeah, you, you, we might not want to spoil us yet, Jonathan. But you know, on the on the, the live pod we're doing, there's going to be a cover band uh, doing some some choice hits. You're going to be part of this. Mm. Now, are you going to do the trooper or? Uh, um, yes. Okay, I'm not gonna hide that. We're gonna play the trooper. Yeah. Just on the on the cover band thing, and I've, I can't believe yeah. no. I don't know if anyone's actually done it. I've always thought the the Maiden tribute band needs to be formed. That is just called Live After Death, and all you do is you play the full four sides, and you do the oh, that'd be so and cool. And you do the banter in between. This is one not to do. Ever bird shits on you. Yeah. And then if and if you've got to play a shorter set, you lop off the fourth side with family over on that, so you just do the three. <laughs> But, but because yeah. and this is the thing everyone wants certainty these days and they want to know what they're going to get when they go out that yes that's your guy in the car park going and pay 60 bucks to see this if you if you if you literally go you know you're going to walk into a pub and you're going to see a band play love after death front to back and you're going to get most of that banter in there people will f- fucking go bananas it's I'd, like I'd, i think i'd so, pay yeah. to see yeah. that i mean it's, you could tour with that you could tour that yeah if you do it well people do want to know what they're getting and if you tell them you're giving them live after death in full proper yeah i mean i'm i'm paying to see that 100 yeah I don't know. you could literally hold the mic out for the banter you could literally say this is yeah. and the whole crowd would say or, or, yeah or like at the end of revelation someone is gonna go motherfucker yeah exactly for sure. mm-hmm. scream for me long bitch a long time ago i was uh, i used to run a pub at the university in Stockholm here. And there was a band that was playing on St. Sunset St. Patrick's Day kind of situation. So they were doing all the kind of stuff you would think, you know, it was, it was acoustic guitars and it was, uh, yeah, I think there was a violin. I, I don't remember. They were fine. And I remember they were doing, uh, as during the uh, some sort of onstage banter shit, I was like, I recognize this. And I was like, oh shit. They just basically, the singer just took the stuff from Life to Death and, you know, and just d- did that. And he, he thought he got away with it because, you know, all the, like all there's just tons of people like, oh, you're so funny. And like, and I said, yeah, you know, but shameless. You bar, I had to because like that was, it was, I was also kind of annoyed. I wasn't supposed to work that night and had to work anyways. So I was, <laughs> and I, I embarrassed him in front of a couple of girls like, 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 yeah, but, you know, you've, <laughs> you didn't think that up though. You, yeah, you, you could have got the old, I've, I've got Bruce Dickinson on the phone. He, yeah. he wants you stick back, you know. Yeah, like. right. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that, but that's the thing. Live after death tribute. I mean, hopefully someone now does it. Probably, hopefully someone's Swedish because you'll have some. You'll get yep. Nils Mullen to sing it, or Eric, or someone, and then 
right. you can literally just go front to back. That would be unbelievable. It's mm-hmm. a good idea for for the for the paid gigs, you know, because that's putting on a proper show. The, this yeah. one, the first one, now is more of a trying it out, and you know, for our party, yep. basically. Yep. Uh, we're going to have a, another act before playing alone, I think. Um, yeah, so there's a friend of mine. She's yeah. going to be playing. Uh, I think Sodalite's going to be doing a couple of songs yeah. by herself. Maybe Henrik's going to be on one, and I'm probably going to be on one too. I'm not sure which cool. one though. But cool. she, she's, she's doing some. She's doing something very different. So it's like, uh, and she's not picking the uh, songs you would necessarily think. She's not. You know, you, I'm not going to spoil very much because also I can't really spoil very much because if I'm being honest, I don't really know. But um, that's cool. <laughs> I think yeah. it's going to be cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. It's, yeah. it's going to be fun. Yeah. And um, yeah, on this track, I mean, we talked a lot about such a short little song. Yeah, it's uh, packed full of of, of info somehow. Yeah. You know, there's so much in it, and that goes back to the the, the note you and me discussed, Jonathan. It's epic without the length. You know, there's so much. Yeah. There's so much to deconstruct from. You know, the the music, especially the the lyrical content. I mean, there's there's so much packed into you know, a, you know, it's like a, a jack in the box, almost like just this tiny yeah. little thing. And yeah. then you open it up and something bigger comes out, you know, I- it's Icarus like, flies out. Yes, Icarus. Icarus flies out. <laughs> That's right. Straight up to the sun. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Full of too much banana liquor. And, it, and I've got to say, Bruce at the end flies high as the sun yeah. and the notes and then the scream. And then he just holds. That was the last um, one. Yes. That was the last clip I had. So we should listen to that Fuck. because yeah. Yeah, it has to be played. If you have the isolated vocal track that's, for this song, that's because a very, this is very much his classic Ian Gillen type whale at the end. Yep. for sure. Yep. Uh, and I actually on, on the, on the nights, nights of the, uh, what's it called? Nights of the beast on, um, Nights of the dead. Sorry. Nights of the dead. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, that's, he does it pretty good in that one too, which is one of the few ones. And that's, that's a weird record, but that one, that song he does and that, mm-hmm. that last bit he does very well. Yep. Okay. Let's listen because this is, you know, this is how, I don't know, hall of fame. Vocal yeah, delivery. Yeah. The whole song, basically what we listened to before was insane, but this end is also some kind mm-hmm. of a, you're dying. You're dead. Totally sick. Totally sick. It's awesome. Like an eagle fly fly as high as the sun That's so fucking amazing. That is and what you're hearing, breathe them in, breathing yeah. in as well. They haven't edited it out. So like, uh, and then the... Uh, <laughs> yes. Exactly. Nice yeah. wrap up. Nice wrap up. That's what a song. Hey? Yeah. yeah. That's a f- and oh. I, 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 went, I, I went ahead ahead of things. I got ahead of things. I put it on the list uh. already because I assume there's no way it's not fucking going on the list. That's on the list. <laughs> no, this is one of the songs that this is going to probably stay or, you know, we have a few of those that we don't need to put through the final test. It's flood of Icarus, dude. It's on the, it's top 10. <laughs> I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. Some of, for some people, it's the favorite Maiden track. And I see that as a, a sound opinion, you know. It, it could up work there. as yeah. such. Up there. Yeah, yeah. Being, the, being the anthem, you know. Yeah. That's, oh, man, that scream at it the takes, end. Yeah. Just to hear that scream isolated, it's just like. Yeah, it's, it's even like two two big money notes and then the scream. So you that's like three mm-hmm. pure acrobatics <laughs> during the end. And it doesn't sound overkill either. It's really like, 
no. Again, the story of the song, right? Like you're falling down in flames. I think the extremity of that note, I think it's a, it's the polarity of, because it's the song, the structure of the song is fairly simple. And I think that sometimes yeah. if you have the simplicity and you have the extremity of it, it kind of, they kind of pull each other towards the middle. So I think maybe the, you know, something conventionally structure wise, and then you put something over the top. Like, I mean, that, that last, you said that's an F, Ben? Yeah, F-sharp. Oh my God. Or even yeah. up to A, I don't know. It's really that's, high. That's just, yeah. that's just the last bit of icing on that cake right there. I mean, that's yeah. just... And with this patented vibrato, the very wide one, you know, we hear in all those notes like, ah, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah. Luckily, like, it doesn't sound yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like, this is, this, I mean, the, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to go in the other room and throw on the vinyl because I need to listen to it very loudly now. And it's yeah. Con- yeah. Con- yeah. Ben, you should go throw on the cassette. <laughs> <laughs> I, f- I found my Power Slave cassette cover. I don't know where oh, the wow. tape is. Oh. Yeah. I found That's the original cool. cover. Yeah. Maybe I'll go in my maybe I'll go in my front yard and try and hit that F sharp like a rooster and wake up the rest of my neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's gonna mow your lawn. Yeah, no, it's gonna be mowed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think I, so I think I know what Jonathan's gonna do after this. He's probably not gonna be listening to any. No. I'm probably gonna sleep and then wake up feeling miserable. Yeah. But at least have, having done this, I'll be happy. Jonathan, yeah. please get some sleep. In the middle of this, I was gonna change my background to this. Oh, I can't do it. Damn it. I, I, I downloaded a bunch of pictures of like vanilla, uh, sorry, banana liquor I was going to have on my background. <laughs> just to trigger you, but I, for some reason I can't do it. So. There we go. There we go. Uh, this was a fun one. I've been looking forward to this. Yeah, episode. me too. Yeah. Same. That peace of mind, power slave. I, I remember even from a kid years that often you would say peace of mind and power slave or yeah, the yeah. Swedish mm-hmm. peace of mind or power slave. You know, mm-hmm. so I call it a hell and something, back It's just something you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something you say in a way. They're... they're Sister albums, maybe like uh, Defenders of the Faith and uh, Screaming for Vengeance. Yes, I agree. Kind, uh-huh. kind of situation. Yes. Heaven and Hell, Mob Rules. rules. That's right. Yep. yep. That's right. Very much yep. so. Yep. Excellent. Very concise. I like that. Mm. Very concise. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. And um, yeah. thanks for uh, Ace to meet you, Greg. Like, yes. stoked. Hopefully, hopefully, we get to do that again. Yeah, do this yeah, again, yeah, and uh, yeah, after, after this again. I appreciate being asked to do this episode, this particular episode. I mean, this yeah, is, as, yeah. as do I, as do this I. Is as good, this is good as gets for me. Tricontinental. I mean, let's let's not forget, like, not tricontinental. Not, not to be uh, not to be too uh, wide reaching or wide in my scope of importance of this, but like, I think it's fucking cool that we just. You know, we shrunk the yeah. world through three different time zones. You know, to do this, yeah, I mean, time that's, travel. That's fucking awesome. Yes, it is. I've been potting. I've been potting for nine years. This is this is for me one of the coolest things I've ever done. Just nice. gets, you know, I'm, you know, because it's it's just it's, it's, it's mass. It feels mass. It feels cool. Yeah. And just you know, like this is like it's uh, to do this with uh, you guys. Uh, just, you know, separate corners of the world to unite over something. Just this is amazing thing. To, you know that we all love, and it's yes. that's great. Fucking amazing. It's good shit. It's good shit. Yeah. Maiden Global. We had a plan that the guests should take over this episode, but I didn't want to brief you and say, hey, take over the episode, but you did that well, so. This, 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 this worked yeah, very well. I was, this, hoping this for that. I was hoping for that this time. Like, uh, I hope they get to speak more than I do this time. And uh, maybe so, maybe so. <laughs> you can sit there and sweat sweat at your liquor. We're just, we're just lucky. At this point, we're just lucky that you're upright, Jonathan. You know, we're just lucky. Right, that you're, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. We forgot the rotation. Maybe you want to say just what, what you've been listening to the last couple of weeks. I think I think can we can we, can we find a better name than rotation? Yeah, sure. 
I can't think of anything better. So I just sort of sh I shot him the idea without uh, having a plan. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, I, I asked I asked you on air what should we call it, and then you were fine with rotation. No, I'm fine now too. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What about what's what's in your ears? What's in your ears? What's in your what's ears? Been in your ears, I guess. Oh, maybe I like maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. what's on rotation is is the way to go. <laughs> I think it's okay. It's not that bad. It's no, not awesome. No, I know. Awesome. I'm, I'm sorry. I feel. I feel like a jerk for shitting on this. How about? How about no? No prayer for the listening. <laughs> ah, it's too big. <laughs> it's too big. But okay, okay. What have you been listening to lately? Uh, you can go ahead and say it. The last like 24 hours, so I've been listening to a lot of Queen because I finally watched the the movie <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. I was sort of against the movie because I, I thought it felt like a watered down, like a uh, just like a like an you know an hour and the a half biopic uh, thing. Yeah. Or, or is is a kind of sort of biopic trend where they'd make a thing essentially to sell a best of record. Um, and you know, I, I I was it was way better than I thought, and that sort of also had me maybe go back and listen to a bunch of stuff I hadn't really listened to that much. I, I've never been a, the biggest Queen fan. I've, I've there's a few like a ton of like a few albums I really dig, but now I'm going to do more of a deep dive. So that was that's I've been doing that pretty much. Um, Dude, sheer heart attack, sheer heart attack. Yeah, you yeah. said it, you said it. Jinx uh, that's fan. An album. Yeah. Fuck. The, the, the album I've listened to the most growing up was was the uh, it, it's a kind of a kind of magic because it was you know because of the Highlander because that was one of my favorite movies, um, so yeah so the, yeah it's been fun to do that and just I was also just the and I've been also watching the the whole like a lot of live stuff like the live egg thing is like fucking amazing it's like it's uh, yeah so that's what I've been I, doing. I actually stole it's a kind of magic from a shop. <laughs> From a department store when it came out. <laughs> <laughs> you have spent too much money on all those imports from your from yes. your neighboring shop. You know the guy that knew that you would buy everything. I worked out all where the they stored the actual tapes, and I went, "I'm gonna have that." And it was, <laughs> oh, <I should. laughs> princes, princes of the universe, come on! Proscribed. What's the word? It's it's no longer a crime. Yeah. It's been so long. <laughs> right. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, it's um, statute of limitations. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you, Greg, what have you been stealing lately? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually have, uh, I'm still a kind of a CD guy, you know, so I've got some stuff yeah. over, stuff oh, over really? here. I got, um, oh, let's see. I'll start with this. Uh, this is actually a Finnish band, uh, Morbific. They're uh, oh, kind I've of like, uh, it's the uh, their newest, uh, their debut full length, Ominous Seep of Putridity. <laughs> Maybe it's death metal. Maybe wild, wild yes. guess. Yeah, very <laughs> much death metal. Awesome sure. stuff. There. It's obviously skate punk. Hey, you haven't spoken yet. Uh, yeah. you, old, old classic UFO phenomenon. You know that's great mm. stuff. Classic stuff. Uh, that kind of goes without saying. Obviously, Doctor Doctor. That's that's relevant to this. And this is um, a band from Finland. Finland, Jonathan, you might be able to help me with the pronunciation. None of the songs are um, in English. Um, is it Havu Kruna? Havu Kruna, that's right, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. A great band. Great, great band. Great band. Yeah. This record, awesome. Gives me emperor feelings. Uh,
one of the best from 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 last year, I think. I think I think it came out late late last year. That's what I've been listening to of late. I don't know the, the lyrics could all be fast food orders for all I know. I, I don't know. It's all it's entirely <laughs> entirely in Finnish, so I, I don't know. I mean, I hope I hope I hope it isn't. But if it is, I'd be none the wiser. Yeah, I'm yeah. cool with it either way because the music the, mu- the music rips. <laughs> and uh, and this uh, enough's enough. Uh, Jonathan, I kind of showed you guys about them. Enough's enough, kind of like a power pop hair metal vibe. This is like a. Oh, that was the cool guy with the with the he had the same shades as I they had. They were right? like the the John Lennon hair metal guy. Yes, this was yeah, this was yeah, kind yeah. of a record they yeah. did that in the, the mid nineties called nineteen eighty five. Allegedly, it's their demos from the eighties, which I don't know if I believe that or not. I don't. They they always they always said that this is that this was their demos re released, but there's just something about it. This the, the tones that they used. That, Derek Frigo is a great player. He's not on this one. He's not on he, this oh, he's one. he's not on it. No, he's not. Is this it before after, he joined? This was, after, this was after he left. Well, that's the thing. If you believe that this is their demos, then it was before he joined. But I don't believe. I don't know. There's something sketchy about it. It sounds it, too it, good. It sounds of, too good, right? There's something about yeah. the production, and specifically the lead guitar tone, which leads me to believe that it's not from the 80s. It's too, I don't know. I'm sketchy about it. But even so, this collection of songs rips. It's like super awesome power pop definitely not hair metal stuff yeah. they're one of those bands that were they, they played the part but the musically they were much much better than what they were uh, lumped in with for the most part for sure uh ben you're gonna say something about chips enough or- yes yeah, so, yeah, he played my bass at a gig oh, yeah? oh. I, I did some i did some shows last year with ron keel playing with him oh wow oh, we, yeah. and yeah yeah wow. and so we did i was in ron's backing band wow. and and we were two, we did the shows with enough's enough in Australia. So wow. and Chip's bass kept cutting out, and I was like, you know, they're panicking on stage, sort of thing. And I just went, use my bass. Ran straight upstairs. It's yeah. a Pete bass, you know. And then yeah. he played. Yeah, he played the rest of the gig with it. He's like, hail you, man! Thanks a lot. Thanks, brother. You know, he's just. He like, seems <laughs> like. He seems like a character, man. He seems like a character. He's a, a total half. dude. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, no, he's a good dude. And I'm, I'm like friends with Tori, the guitar player who's, who plays for him now, who's unbelievably good. He plays at Tell and he shreds like yeah. monster guitar player. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that, no, Chip's a champion. <laughs> he's from another planet, that guy. Unbelievable. Well, he, he definitely looks yeah. like he's from another yeah. planet. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 I'll I'll cut in quickly with what I've been listening to because I'm more interested to hear what Ben's been listening to. Uh, I've been listening to 80s Man War the uh, last few days. Uh, it's uh, what record? Know, what, uh, what silly, record? As silly as it is, uh, <laughs> my favorite is Hail to England. Uh, yep. But uh, Bridge I'm of also Death. On, uh, battle hymns uh, <sighs> and uh, then uh, you know parts of uh, Kings of Metal as well. Not the whole record actually, but parts of it is brilliant. So, 80s Man War is really cool. Uh, Ross the boss, you know, that era, basically. Wow! Wow! 
certain member of the band I'm in used to prank phone call Carl Logan at three o'clock in the morning and steal his furniture. <laughs> of your band. Yes. Uh, it wasn't me, but someone in my band who will be who remain unnameless because they're from they're from New York <laughs> State. They, they're from central New York, which is about yep. maybe four hours from where I'm from. Um, someone in my band had found out Carl Logan's phone number back, you know, probably 15, 20 years ago and used to prank phone call him at three o'clock in the morning and steal his uh, porch furniture. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Served him right. Yeah. Blood of my enemies. Yeah, blood of my enemies. What a song. What a song. I love how that's such, that's such a weirdly specific thing to have as a thing you do. Well, I mean, he must have had a he must have had a pretty good read on uh, Carl Logan being a shitbag because he went to prison <laughs> for child child pornography. So yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. He, he had it coming. He had it coming. Served him right. Yes, exactly. He had a good read on what a shitbag he was. So no, no, don't feel bad for Carl Logan. You know, in Swedish, the haircut when you when you have this like uh, the fringe, you know, the fringe haircut, it's called the Luggen. You know, the the fringe is Luggen, uh, so Carl Luggen. He's such a silly guy. He looks horrible. He has a horrible outlook, and then he turned out like a a deviant as well you yes. know hard to like that yes. guy lug in, in english would be bangs correct uh, bangs maybe yeah. i call that the dickinson because yeah, so that's that's full flight of vicarious dickinson <laughs> sure is. The, yeah. but dickinson lo still looks good yeah because he's bruised with that weird yeah yeah even with a weird haircut you know? yeah <laughs> okay okay ben you're you're uh, you're listening you're you're recent listening uh because everything's shut i don't go to gym which means i'm not listening to a lot but i listen to a an american like they call, like I suppose you call them an emo screamo type type band called Sayerson, who I'm a massive fan of. Their second record, Search for Solid Ground, is really cool. Um, and what else? Probably this the last Heat record, which is called Heat Two. If you're into eighties mm. hard rock, phenomenal. My kids make well, they don't make me listen to it, but when we get in the car and drive around, they want to listen to the Heat record, and it's just it's wall to wall anthems and. Uh, it's to me. It's if you talk about that melodic hard rock AOR type stuff, it's it's the best album made this century in that style. You said heat, 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 heat. Yeah, H E A T. Okay. I know a couple. I know a couple of those dudes. I'm into. I'm into that modern AOR kind of stuff. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Listen to that record. It's called Heat Two. Like, and it's literally. Yeah. It's a bit of Europe in it, right? Or oh, and treat heat. Uh, it's Europe and treat and Skid Row. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Check that out. Massive treat. Yeah, and the right. singer Eric is phenomenal. Like that album. It's very good. I reckon there's only two. There's probably two songs that I call lesser tracks. And then everything else is literally nine out of ten, and it's phenomenal just about the whole way through. Like, that's uh, great. so I yeah, Sasson and Heat. I have a final reflection to kind of end this episode. Now that you presented what you've been listening to, I've, something I've been thinking about is that in the in the Maiden fan world, we cover a lot of music. Like Eric is into his grunge. Uh, I, I'm even listening to hip hop and and, and jazz. And we have yeah. Ben. He's listening to skate punk. 
Yeah. yeah, I love all that stuff. Yeah, it's not a shame. I love skate punk too. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah you like that too. Well. Yeah, right. So I, I, I like, yeah. I dig this that uh, you can actually like come into this band with a lot of different, you know, a lot of Maiden fans love their death and black metal. A lot of Maiden fans can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big, me- I'm, mel- I'm all about melody. So a lot of the the harsher sort of music or the harsher vocal styles, I struggle with because I want, I love melodic singers and I love melody. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's yeah. why I love, you know, and so, and if you listen to a band like this, like some 41, there's, there's a massive Judas Priest Iron Maiden influence in those dudes. Huge. And like the way he's, his top line melodies are all in that same sort of style. It's just, it's just the window dressing slightly different, you know? So it's fast, it's aggressive, but it's melodic. I'm down for it. You know, yeah. and then harmonized solos, I'm in, you know? So. Yeah. And they're incredible players. Mm-hmm. Always yeah. were. Uh, at least everything I've heard, yeah. Some, something that's gets I've been sort of also revisiting recently, actually for a kind of sad reason because I don't know if you guys know, but uh, uh, Mark Hoppus, the dude from yes. Blake Twenty Two, yes. has, uh, has yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. So if you like, listen to some, some of their old stuff, I mean, there's a lot of it. So lyric wise, doesn't hold up because fuck, you know, it's it's very juvenile mm-hmm. kind of shit. But it was they sort of progressed. They got they're also pretty. They were pretty good musicians, especially especially Travis uh, Barker. Uh, Travis uh, Barker. Mark, Trump, yeah. Trump, yeah. They're doing all the stuff also on tape and stuff. There's no, there's no Pro Tools nonsense going on there. And they're, you know, you know, you know, is, is it, is it, is everything fucking amazing? No, I'm not going to sit here and say like, you know, like fucking what's mage again is, you know, I love that song. Of, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. fun, but I mean, it's, it's, just, they did stuff later. it's really a pretty cool. good song, but you know, yeah. But there's like, cause uh, yeah, cause, uh, there, but there's stuff later. Like Mark is doing stuff on Twitch where he's playing through the, the albums just on, on bass and whatnot. And it's, it's really cool to hear that there's, you know, there's, there's more stuff there than one would initially, that I initially thought when I was a kid yeah. at least. Which is kind of cool, and I said before, I just sorry, just not to. I want. Uh, I had an idea. It would be kind of fun. Maybe we should do like on the in the Facebook group, like a collaborative playlist. People can put in everything they listen to that's not Iron Maiden. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and even try to go out your of your way to go extreme with it. You know, uh, just to, yeah, just to, to, yeah. to do stuff that you like. What's the what's the you know like that'd be fun. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's certain people who maybe just listen to this kind of stuff and don't really deviate too much from that. But there's probably a lot of really interesting stuff there you, you wouldn't hear necessarily. Good idea. Yeah, yeah, that. It's a good idea. And, uh, I mean, Excellent. if we in this conversation, we already have the width from Blink One Eighty Two to have a crooner, you know. So <laughs> yeah. that goes to tell. That goes to show. Right. Could be yeah. an interesting one. Okay, thanks, guys. Uh, the combo worked out as good as I hoped it would. Yeah. Uh, really fun to do this. Uh, awesome. And, uh, it was I guess awesome. we could do it again at some point because now we have a, a, a type of we have a slot now. <laughs> the only slot that we can do this Sunday morning or for Ben it's. Uh, Saturday night, almost Monday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, we got to do this again. This was our time. This is this is this was great. Kids are still asleep. Great. Uh, they're starting to meander around, so I probably got to bounce. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think. Also, the fun thing is that when this comes out, the new album would have been out by then, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But we're not the wiser. We don't know anything. But yeah, this this episode is, uh, I think, tenth of September. So we record quite in advance here. All right. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Right, we should say stuff. We should say stuff. Uh, we are this podcast made me to see. We're doing it. We're we've been doing we it for doing a it. while. We've been doing it for a while now. Yeah, but we, you know, in, in November we've been going a we've been going a, a year. Yep, that's it. And we thus far we've we missed one. We took we took off one week. Yep, one week off. And that's that's. I noticed. I noticed. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. waiting for it. <laughs> yeah. It won't happen again. For well, I mean, maybe, might, maybe <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Depends on life. But yeah, this was yeah. a cool one, and uh, yeah, I, I want to say uh, up the irons and skull from the north. Cheers, gentlemen. Yes. It's been an absolute pleasure. Cheers from the south. Cheers from the south. Skull from the north, and 
It's Buffalo time. <laughs> there we go. That, that's going to be the new sign. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, that was great, man. Thanks, thanks, thank you, guys. Yeah. That was that was really fun. Randy cool. Savage. <laughs> oh yeah, dig it. It's tough. It's tough to hold back when you're talking about stuff you love this much, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Right, I'm gonna have some lunch or something. So uh, take care, and we'll. Yeah, we'll talk I'm gonna soon. head towards disaster. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. I'll tell you all about it. Whatever you want to know. Whatever you want to know. I'll give uh, you the. So, we'll, so, we'll, so we'll, we'll talk in three days when yes. you wake up. Something like yes. that. Something like that. Okay, take right. it easy, gentlemen. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, gentlemen. You too. Yeah. Enjoy bye. your days. <laughs> bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. See you.